that hill. There is no difference. There is no level of fear. There is only one fear. Literally, one emotion. That's it. So when it comes to doing the things that 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 you want to do, instead of looking at it as, oh, this is the worst fear that I've ever had in my life, just think about the last the last thing that you were afraid of, the most irrational thing that you were afraid of, and just look at the fear as that. If you look at the fear of the thing that you want to do as something irrational mm -hmm. and you just do it anyway, eventually your confidence is going to be so far through that the fear would eventually turn itself into an irrational fear anyway. And then you'll know it's irrational and then you'll just be like, I don't even know why I was afraid of that in the first place. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dirty Trunk Podcast, where the elephant is always welcome. It is me, your boy, Marcus Morton. Always here with me is the Aaron Mack, and we're back in the lab again. I don't know about Marcus, but I'm pissed. <laughs> Girl, we are not in the lab. That's the, that's the thing. Uh -oh. We we got back into the lab, and then we failed in the lab, and now we back on <laughs> We back on Zoom on Discord. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'm pissed. Uh, it, it 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 happens. We we uh we we dropped the ball on a on a, a very good episode. We're gonna just chop I'm that up to golden episode. Uh, that was the million dollar viral video of the year <laughs> episode right there. That. And I sat back and I looked. I looked at a few, uh, a few little clips of it, and I'm mm -hmm. like, "Yo, this would like." I was like trying to figure out how, like, if I could save the joint. I'm like, like I, I could run it through a, through a sound processor. I could like take the audio and and uh and redo the audio, kind of like add some compressors on it and all that other stuff like that. I'm like, "Yo, I can do that, right?" And I'm, I let Alyssa hear that joint. She was like, "No, no." <laughs> no I mean, we 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 could do it like a. Like like how they make like movies and shows and whatnot, you know, we each sit there and you know wait for our part and we just redo the audio individually. Bro, I'm not doing a <laughs> lip read to, to to the podcast, bro. I'm not doing that. That is horrible. Oh, horrible. Man. Can you imagine, bro? Can you imagine <laughs> the, the, the 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 weird energy? And that, like, you just trying to, like, picture yourself and, like, see the look on your face and try to match that same energy, especially during the interruption part that we got in the, in the middle of that joint oh, where man. I had to do it. I had to break in the middle of a conversation and then keep going after the fact, bro. I, there is no way. First of all, my brain don't do that. I, I'm just <laughs> my brain you. don't do that. I ain't going to be able to do that. Like, hey, big ups to the dudes that be doing bad lip reading. Um, the uh, what is it? Uh, horrible lip sync. Uh, mm. Bad, bad lip sync on YouTube, bro. Big ups to those dudes, man. That, like, I think that's a genius level talent. 
Um, it's literally people got to go to acting school to get that joint done, uh, do stuff like that too. So come on, yeah, man, yeah, bro, you gotta go to acting like you like you take acting classes to get that done. Word, okay, all right, uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chalk that up to to one of those uh those lost episodes. So maybe y'all see that down the line when uh better technology comes out. Maybe we can salvage that. Maybe not. Maybe oh, we'll uh, just give it to you raw. Hey, 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 I was thinking about doing that, but Alyssa, hey, look, Boston Foss said after we had a conversation about trying to control my spending, this happened, and Alyssa told me that I can just go ahead and get the new mixer. <laughs> Boston Foss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, ooh, that's a false move. That's a false move. That's like, Shoot. <laughs> you, 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 uh, you buy like a a a a four dollar drink or something, or a two dollar drink or something, and then you go out with your your significant other, and y'all go to this nice restaurant, and you know you feeling good, you want to splurge on some alcohol or whatever, and then she tell you you got to control your spending. What? <laughs> or like go shopping with your girl, and she can get anything that she want, run up the check. And then once you like, hey, uh, I, I think I'm a, I, I think I want this over here. You don't need that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't man. necessarily have that problem, but I heard there's some dudes out here who do. So um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, big ups to y'all for y'all patience, because I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> patience is key, though, in in any so, type uh, of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about patience. I was I was just gonna say patience is key, uh, with anything you do in life. Uh, you know, we we've talked about this many times before, you know, taking a step back, looking at the big picture. Uh mm-hmm. and just like, you know, plot out your course for for what's next. Uh a lot of people have, you know, goals, dreams, you know, and expire to, to do great things, but they don't necessarily have the 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 guide to get there you know the 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 blueprint to yeah. uh navigate to their destination yeah yeah and it's hard to make that blueprint if you don't know what you're doing too yeah oh facts it is hard bro like i sat down and try to do a checklist one day man and i was like all right so i need to do this 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 and like i had a whole uh, like 25 items on this checklist I'm like, I need to do all this, get all this done. And then by the time I sat down and started working on it, I realized that the checkboxes ain't had nothing to do with the other checkboxes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this was a waste, it was a waste of time. Like it's not, it, it won't, mm-hmm. it won't the fact that it won't, it won't um effective things to spend my time on. It was the fact that they won't they they weren't focused. Like they weren't, they ain't had nothing to do with each other. So like, once you get all of it done, you still, you just got a whole bunch of little tasks done, but you still got to work up to the big thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's interesting, right? Because you can do all of that and someone would count that as a win. Some people will count that as a win. Like they would have these these small little uh uh achievements or whatever, 
that kind of have like nothing to do with the the big goal or the big dream. Yeah, nothing. Uh, but they'll count it as a win, and they'll you know live their life. Oh, you know, I didn't do what I said I wanted to do, but I did you know X, Y, and Z. You know, right. I still did something that made me feel good in the end. It might not have been you know something that's gonna get me out of uh the nine to five or the the rut that I'm in, but you know, it made me feel good. This challenge or whatever made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. however, that, you know. You remember we, we talked about that on the podcast before, too. Like, because mm. I was, uh, I, I guess I got pissed that people were trying to, like, compare their, their, the things that they do on a day-to-day basis to, to how much, like, how much we work. Mm-hmm. And, like, we talked about the folks who, who, um, who when they get up when they get up in the morning they just they they check in the box like they check a box on I got up this morning. Meanwhile, you got uh, uh, two guys who are in the same boat as you who waking up every single uh, every single morning early, um, do a podcast once a week, marketing a podcast, marketing marketing books, writing writing a storybook universe, creating video games for that storybook universe on top of the video games that you want to create for your own your own thing, um, writing, uh, coaching plans and all other, all this other stuff. And like, you try to like make this check mark of you went to work today on time and stack it against the fact that this person woke up early and, and, and did like 17 things before you even got to make it to work. It's frustrating, bro. Cause people, when, when, when it happens, and I notice that when it happens that people they they want to be praised on the fact that they that they that they checking off boxes regardless of how big the achievement is in the box oh that that reminds me of a of a of a statement i forget where it came from uh some people say it some people you know follow it like why why should you get praise over something you were supposed to do Right, right. Like, I, and I feel it. Like. And I, I guess, I guess it depends on the person and like, you know, many different you know situations and scenarios. But like, mm-hmm. some people take literally like the minuscule things of life, and just like, just just run with it. Like, oh, I woke up, I was breathing, I took a shower, <laughs> brushed my teeth. All this other stuff, and, you know that that's a good thing. That's that's something you're supposed to do. You know, take care of your hygiene. You know, take care of yourself oh, and all cool. that other stuff. Uh, but like, <laughs> you, you should be able. There should be something in your brain to like hold different stuff to like different standards. Like the there things we're doing, like it's it's exciting. Like it 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 gets the the blood pumping. Like you. You start hyperventilating sometimes when, like, you're on a roll with something. You're like, yo, I could do this. I, could, I got this going. I'm like, yo, what, what can I do next? What can I add to this? Like, you just sitting there, like, just plotting. But, like, somebody comes and just, like, oh, well, you know, I went to work today. That was exciting. And then you don't even do that right because you're looking for DTO. Right? Like, you, you're looking for every little excuse to get by and work. And it it just reminds me like the the things we say 
you know, in almost every episode, you know, how you do anything, you do everything. So like you take that and you just move through life with that same attitude. Like every little thing is a win. And like, say, say you get in a relationship with that type of mentality. Say, oh, you know, we're dating. That's a win. But like, what are you, what are you doing to, you know, keep her engaged? What are you doing to make that significant other feel loved? What are you doing at the end of the day to, you know, just show that you care? Yeah, y'all dating. That's, that's what, that's second nature. That's, that's that comes with the title. Like, that's not. You just wanted some ass. So, I mean, of course you're dating now. Like. <laughs> and, and that too, like some people get into situations, like just literally just fall into them. Like. And then you count that as a win. Like you, you uh, uh, gave into you know your your fleshly urges, and now you're with this some this you're with this person that you have no intentions of like, you know, playing the long game. You're just you're just yeah. there. You're just there in that relationship. You're just there in that job, and you're just doing mm-hmm. any and everything to just get by. Well, like what I'm tar- starting to see right now is like. If your environment never never showed you anything different than like that's just you. Mm. And you have all the all the, the tools and knowledge to get out of that, right? But for whatever reasons, like that crab in the bucket mentality just come back and start biting you in the ass where you start hanging around people like uh like Mr. Uh don't have kids or you're gonna die. Um, you start you start being around people like that, where it's like right. they don't do anything on a on a consistent basis. Mm. So like the longer you don't do anything, it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like G force, right? So you on a roller coaster, right? You like woke up on a roller coaster, and the roller coaster was already going down a hill. Mm. Once you get off of that joint, you are gonna be feeling like everything else is slow motion. Mm. Mm-hmm. But in at the at the opposite effect, if you sit still and then all of a sudden a roller coaster just just gone, just 140 miles per hour, it's it's a it's a jump. Like so, everything mm-hmm. starts to feel like like you moving fast when you're doing something. So I don't think this is a problem of of people actually take like checking off small things. I think it's a problem of people doing so doing doing so little in their day-to-day life that everything that they do starts to feel like something big and like a like a huge accomplishment whenever they start doing it don't matter what it is like whether no matter how big or how small it is they can't tell the difference of if it's a small win or a big win and the reason i know this mark like it's kind of is by experience right because when i first started making moves i couldn't tell what this what the what a win was I was mm-hmm. confused because I wasn't moving. So now that I'm moving, now that, you know, now that I'm like, all right, I mean, it was a little bit different for me because I'm like, I know exactly what I want. So I need to make sure that I do every anything and everything possible. But at, at, at the opposite effect of that, somebody will be doing stuff. They just look at everything as a big win. It's like, oh, I got up and went to, went to work on time today. Now I can go drink tonight. Mm. 
That's a that's a reason to celebrate. Yeah, we did it. We got up. We yeah. went to work today. We did it. We we came back from lunch on time. We did it. We did it. We made a whole. We we made it to five thirty without taking VTO. We did it. We, we got a whole accomplishment. We had a whole list of accomplishments over here, and these are things like Mark said. It's just stuff that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's like you signed up for the code of conduct. You, that's what you're supposed to do and stay until 530. I mean, I'm just being real, bro. Like when you ain't moving, it shows because like you start you start looking at everybody else like like you standing in the on the median in a NASCAR race. Like everything around you was just like all the other people around you was just like zooming around the track and you just kind of sitting still because you ain't doing nothing. So instead of just getting in your car, you you standing next to your car. Instead of just getting in your car and just driving with the other people and doing what they do, you throwing out spike strips, trying to stop everybody else from doing what they're doing. Big facts. Big facts. And it, it kind of reminds me of uh uh I know we 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 want to stray away from you know video game terminology, but I was gonna say like a rank system, but uh it's almost like you know the the glass ceiling, right? Yeah. So you have people that you know break through their glass ceiling, and then you know it's it's more and more that you have to break through, right? Uh, and then once you break through it, you can't really fall back. Like it, it feels some type of way when you feel yourself, you know, slipping into, you know, mm-hmm. going backwards because you, you know that you could do so much better. You know that, uh, the the journey is like this, invigorating just like thing that you can do, right? Yeah. And you have people that are on like kind of lower levels, and they're like, like you said, the crab in the bucket. You know, they're they're trying to, you know take these little steps trying to get to the the glass ceiling but it's all about you know momentum that's that's what you need to break through your glass ceiling or you're just gonna fall back to you know level one you're gonna fall back to the the ground basically um Mm. and what that looks like is you know doing doing something that gets you out of your comfort zone uh learning a new task and just like you know putting that that what you learn to to action like writing a book you know you learned how to write a book you actually done you read the book then you had to do the the publishing boy then you had to do the the marketing boy then you had to you know put it up for sale you got to get it printed and all this other stuff now there were many tools that you know did a lot of that for you but you know it's still something had to be done to get that ball rolling and that was that momentum that broke through more and more glass ceilings. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. Um, and then, like, for real, and I heard something today that um, I want to take it take it in the, into a different gear, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I know what it is when people don't want to move. I know exactly what it is. Because you... You think that because you've never moved before, you just kind of standing still. You got the cobwebs on your legs, uh, bugs just kind of crawling on you, just doing whatever, right? You feel that because you've been standing still for so long that that you can't make an impact if you start moving. So because you feel like that, you just refuse to move. 
because it's almost like if my if my man told me right, my man said that this world is is huge. It's big. There's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, a lot of different things. So why should I try to do anything and make anything move or make anything happen? Because there's so many people doing so many things that anything that I do will be insignificant. So on a big on a on a a, 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 a similar scale, mm-hmm. most people feel like that. Because it's it's the fear that's pretty much like straight up fear of failure. Like I don't care how you put it, like you don't want to succeed because you you're afraid that you're going to fail. Like that's exactly what that is. So with that being said, it's like because you're not moving, you're afraid to move. But because you haven't made a move yet, is the reason why you don't have the confidence to make a move in the first place. So it's like when you're trying to get a job and you're coming out of college and they're telling you that you need two years experience. It's like, yo, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, you're telling me I got to make the move, and if I make the move, then I'm going to be comfortable enough to make the move, but I'm not comfortable enough to make the move at this moment because I never moved before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you get you get all the book smarts to uh to do a task, learn a job, to do something in life, and then once you actually try to apply it or you know go do it, they're like, oh well, we need somebody that has two to five years of experience. But where you're gonna get that experience from if you've never done it? Uh, right. and and that's where you know putting yourself out there uh comes into play and actually you know just just doing it like literally all. The experience comes from is just doing it, uh, and in the job term, it's it's more of like your internships and uh, your about freelance it, about work. Way, like it, school, school make you think that like you like it, it's just job. Like not not school, but uh, when you applying to jobs, they make it mm. seem like it's just job related stuff. Like there's That's people true. out here, there's people out here doing stuff on YouTube, and, and it's like okay, I, you do you have at least two years experience of this, and I'm like. I did YouTube. <laughs> okay, that's cool. You can do that. Like, yeah. People literally, like, but but school would make you think that it's just work stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That, no, 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 that's, that's your facts. I had a buddy that, uh, <laughs> he was a, a, a mechanic. Basically, no training, right? So, uh, he knew his way around the car. And he went to the, the shop one time, and it was like, you know, in the mechanic work? Told him the truth. He was like, hey, I know my way around the car. I don't know a lot, but I can learn. They gave him a job, and my man's out here, you know, souping up little Subarus and little hatchbacks and whatnot, you know? Bro, I'm serious. I brought up, um, I brought up, uh, Thank You Grow Rich in my, um, in my interview when I, when I got my promotion. Like, <laughs> I was just like, all right, so you want to know why, you want to know if I can, if I can think big. Let me mm. tell you how big I'm thinking. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I started talking, I started talking about the Think and Grow Rich book and I asked, um, I asked my interviewers if they ever read it. I'm like, yo, y'all should really read that. I said, like, it changed my life. Like, it's probably one of the biggest reasons as to why I had to, why I bought the, or t- or got the confidence to even go for a position like this when I, when I used to be so timid. Of course I'm ready to learn. There's your experience. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> yeah. So look, check this out, right? Most people are, are thinking that you got to be 100% fearless in order to make any move ever. 100% fearless. Now, I don't put myself in as many positions as I should be or as I should to experience this this torture, right? Mm. Um the, the 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 agonizing feeling of not wanting to mess up something when you're doing it. Um whatever that means to you. Like some people is public speaking, some people is putting your ideas out there, uh talking about your ideas to people who can actually make a difference in your in, to your idea who can help you push it help you develop it help you make it help you make it grow like whatever the case is like putting putting the thing putting your foot forward to make the to make it known that this is what you're doing this is what you have your hands on um but some people are are feeling like I can't do this until I'm completely fearless and I'm here to tell you right now that it ain't it ain't a thing that I wake up and do in front of my computer on a daily basis that I don't feel fear of doing before I do it. Mm-hmm. Like I wish it was more stuff, but like like being real, like I I I am I am constantly trying to look for more things to be afraid of because once you you actually do those things, once you actually make those things happen, that is when that is when you're you're in a in a place. Of, of of bliss. That is when you're in true bliss. When you can accomplish something that you that you didn't think you can accomplish. Do you know what that does to your to your to your your psychology? Do you know what that does to a person? Like just just like I I, I for real like I I listen back to to the podcast just off of the the earlier episodes and just like listening to myself. Like yeah, I like to hear myself talk for anybody who want to make a joke about that. But um just listening to myself, right? Like I went back and started listening to the podcast from like episode 30 because I, I told y'all before that I'm working on this book right now that um, that I'm taking from principles that me and Mark talked about on the podcast. But just listening to the person that I was before I started making moves to the person I am now, it is a completely different human being. Like it didn't even take seven years for that growth period to happen. Big facts, big facts. Uh, it, it reminds me of the saying of like, courage isn't a hundred percent without fear. It's the moves mm. you make in the midst of fear. Because uh, fear is it's a part of life. It's a it's a mechanism to to keep you safe. It your brain does it all the time. Uh, the reason you don't you know put your hand on a stove anymore because it's hot. <laughs> your brain doesn't want to go through that pain uh so it does things to make you fearful like, same thing with heights your brain knows that hey if we fall we did we, we, we did we don't want to fall so <laughs> your brain puts these these signals in place to uh to keep you in its its comfortable spot because that's where it likes mm-hmm. to be it likes to be still it likes to be comfortable it likes to be safe but to yep. to make it big in life, you you gotta take those risks. You gotta you know 
take fear head on and just dive right into you know the unknown what were you about to say like somebody told me once before like when i was when i was a little younger mm. i told them that i was kind of a kind of a nerdy kid back in school um i won't really i won't really that good with the ladies back in the day um so it was amazing uh a, a wonder that me and Alyssa ended up getting together but that's neither here or there um but I, I I told him I told this guy that I was that I was bad with the ladies and he asked me, he said, So let me tell you, let me ask you this. You said you were bad with ladies when, when you were in school. Why? I said, uh, because I was afraid of being rejected. So he's like, So you you feel fear when you get rejected, right? I was like, Yeah. I mean I used to, but you know, it's not so bad now. He's like, all right, cool, 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 got you. So let me ask you this. He said, would you say that being afraid of being rejected by a girl that you knew when you were a child was the worst fear that you've ever felt in your life? I was like, nah, absolutely. I've been, I, I grew up in the hood, bro. Like, what you talking about? And he said, all right, with that being said, if that wasn't the worst fear in your life, what would you say the worst fear in your life was? I said, I got held up by gunpoint once and got robbed. It's like, all right, cool. Did you know that that fear of being held up by, at gunpoint and being rejected by that, by that young girl while you were in school is the same exact feeling? There is no difference. There is no level of fear. There is only one fear, literally one emotion. That's it. So when it comes to doing the things that, 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 that you want to do, Instead of looking at it as, oh, this is the worst fear that I've ever had in my life, just think about the last the last thing that you were afraid of, the most irrational thing that you were afraid of, and just look at the fear as that. I think that's why that's why they tell people to uh, to to um, imagine a crowd in their underwear when when they're on stage or something like. I, I don't know if that really worked for people, but um, they they used to say that, um, but. If you look at the fear of the thing that you want to do as something irrational mm -hmm. and you just do it anyway, eventually your confidence is going to be so far through that the fear would eventually turn itself into an irrational fear anyway. And then you'll know it's irrational and then you'll just be like, I don't even know why I was afraid of that in the first place. Big facts, big facts. Uh so so with that how would you tell somebody that like all right i'm 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 fearful of addressing what i need to address to push me forward you're afraid of addressing the elephant yeah afraid of addressing the elephant that, that the elephant is huge but i know deep down that when i address it and when i get past it that things are going you know open up my life is going to seem to get better. What what would you tell that person? I don't know. That's uh, but that be that that scenario, that particular one right there. Um, it is it's a lot of things that depend that's depending on that. Like, there are some things that I would need to know first. Like, if you had like a a, a more in tune, like detailed like scenario or something, like I would be able to go in on it. 
But like I would tell I would tell whoever who's who's going through that that you're going to deal with it anyway, whether you want to or not. You might as well take take the take the reins into your own hands and just go ahead and attack that joint. Cause like whatever your elephant is, like I don't care what it is. I just never I've never seen a situation where you got you have a a a, a thing that you need to do. That you can just straight up hide from and just decide that you don't want to do it and it don't come back and bite you in the tail. Like I ain't never saying that. Just hey. me personally, I ain't I ain't never saying it. So like you might as well just go ahead and face it. But whatever it is, you might as well just go ahead and take take it on the chin, take the L if you need to. It's almost like dudes who who uh who um uh 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 they 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 cheat on their significant others and then like they try to hide it. When the evidence is all there, like you got a whole baby by another by another human being, and somebody that that's calling you daddy in a whole different location that's not your household, and you just think you're gonna you gonna have it. How long are you gonna have it? Like I'm just trying to figure that out. Like how long did you think you were gonna have it? Like I, I'm just being real. Like I ain't got the energy to 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 be to be trying to trying to yeah. like do like like juggle two lives. First of all, yeah, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't got the energy for that. I'm not no, I'm not no coordinator. I'm not a secretary. I can't create no itineraries for nobody. I, I ain't got all, I ain't got all the answers like that. So like, for real, you can't, you can only hide behind a problem, but for so long. Like hiding behind a problem is like trying to hide behind a toothpick. Like that, in my opinion, <laughs> like it's like trying to hide behind a toothpick. Like it just don't work. Like you, you. Your situation, you got the elephant here in front of you. You're trying to hide behind the toothpick so the elephant don't see you, so you ain't got to address it. Because you're like, all right, if I don't see him, then he can't see me. So you're just trying to, like, put the toothpick in front of your eyes, like, just just trying to hide yourself. Like, it just don't make sense to me. So you're going to have to you have to come out from behind that 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 twig and, and, and address that boy because uh, he ain't going to well. Big facts. Henry is here to stay. Uh... And and he's there to be addressed. Like he he wants to, uh, he wants to be addressed. He wants to be acknowledged. Like you have to acknowledge mm-hmm. the um the elephant in the room. You have to mm-hmm. address that. Hey, I can't move forward until I get over what's in front of me. Yeah. Uh, whichever obstacle, whichever mountain you have to climb to get to where you need to go. It's gonna be there whether you like it or not. Like, uh, we we ain't got superpowers, you know. We we can't uh, terraform the land in front of us, you know. We can move mountains, but you need a lot of momentum. Uh, I don't know if you went if you went for um, uh, an Aether Universe reference or not, but I love that you did that. It just made my heart smile a little bit. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, but yeah, like just just be willing to take more risks and to take things head on um it it is scary uh a lot of the things we do are scary because it's it's foreign to us but just imagine yeah. uh the people that have done it before you you know they've there there's a guy out here writing books what every every day he writes a book every day or every week or he used to excuse me uh the the 
famous artist guy. He wrote a book a day or something, or a book every week. I don't know about a book a day. I know you talking about James Patterson, what I talked about wrote uh, seventeen books in, in in one year. Maybe, might be him, might be. I don't know. I don't but, know about a book a day. <laughs> you know how much cocaine you got to be on to do that. Jeez. Uh, but there are people doing, you know, immaculate things out here that are doing your dreams, your goals at a very high level. And all it takes for you to get on their level is just to try. It's just to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Um, how long have we been on? I don't uh, even know what time we started. 40 minutes. We are 43 minutes in. Okay. Um, all right. So, look. Hey. It's crazy if we didn't talk about anything that uh that we said we were gonna talk about from the last episode that we did. This is true. It was absolutely insane <laughs> that that happened. I don't know. I don't even know how it happened. Um, we just got so as we said before, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are re we are re recording a episode of the Dirty Trunk Podcast. We got back in the studio this week, and it didn't go as planned. Um, audio, the video Bye. came out okay. Bye technical difficulties yeah the video came out okay but the audio just didn't do what what it was supposed to do and i think next time Mark, we just need to do we we just need to use the uh the pie track i forgot we even had that for a second bro like i i looked down at it just now i was like yo why didn't we just use that <laughs> but anyway um it is what it is um we kind of talked about we 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 kind of went into the into the uh the same direction of that but like there's another just another thing was like talking about values and stuff like that bro um that that uh it's just there's a conversation that never gets over because people just keep keep doing and saying the same stuff like i'm just trying to figure out like well how is it that if you got a passion how it makes sense to say that i'm not going to i'm not going to uh uh pursue my passion because of somebody else out there already doing it. Mm. Yeah, or somebody's doing it uh, better than I can ever do it. When you have your own mind, your own individual thought process. Yeah, you, yeah. You have this unique thing about you. If you want to acknowledge it or not, it you do something that only you can do uniquely. Mm-hmm. But I so that's also another thing that that I want to address too because you said that right. But like the one thing that pissed me off about humans is that humans believe like most humans just believe automatically that that the thing that they're going through is the is is the only the time only. it's ever been going through. Like the fear that you're feeling, the anxiety that you're feeling about what you want to do. Like you just you were just the only one in the world that ever going through that. Or if you want to take it a step deeper, whatever's happening to you or whatever happened to you, the things that you are using as excuses, you think that you can't talk about them to get past them because you, you can't address the elephant. You're afraid to address the elephant because you feel like nobody else would understand how what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though... We have a, a a unique way of getting into, you know, a problem. You know, it's still a problem that you know everybody has. Just like you said, everyone everyone is fearful. Everyone mm-hmm. is afraid of something. Now, mm-hmm. it might be a very unique something. You know, 
clowns, uh, fear of heights, fear of uh, 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 rejection. You know, uh, there's some people out here that can literally talk the jaws off of uh, whoever they're trying to talk to. Um, talk the jaws off. Like it, <laughs> and and a lot of times it's it's just pure honesty. Like you, you'd be surprised how easy it is to just. This is how I'm feeling. If you feeling the same way, we can go back to my place and do whatever. Literally, somewhat that easy. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> all all it takes is the courage to move through that fear, move through that anxiety, and just you know do whatever you need to do to mm-hmm. you know lift yourself up yeah. uh and sometimes that takes seeking outside help uh a lot of times it really just depends on your character you know if you have to go through to therapy if you to have the to podcast. listen to the dirty chunk podcast to get that that oomph you need to push through those obstacles you know do that do that jam it in there Big facts. We got a hundred and uh, hundred and this will be a hundred and fifty-five. Hundred and fifty-five. Yeah. yeah. We got a hundred and fifty-four episodes at the moment for you to binge for, for you to binge listen to. Uh fifty-five, including this one. So uh I mean I'm just saying, like you can just go back and hear them. Hey, you can watch our growth too. You can continue watching our growth. But the thing is, like this is a free free platform that like you we're in we're the closest, the closest to the people. Or who? Right. Let me say this. Let me let me get this right as I'm saying it. Right. We are the closest to your problem that we will ever be. Big facts. What do I mean by that? (laughs) You better take advantage of the fact that we still got that in the past right now. Just saying. Just saying. Because at some point, (laughs) at some point, it's not. This is not going to be a a. We're gonna to be too busy. Like I'm just, I'm just thinking. Like imagining the things that we're, that we're going to to go through when, um, like at the end of all this. Like whenever, whenever we, I don't know, man. Like I, I just can't imagine this going to be this way for this long. So I would love for people to take advantage of the fact that right now we are still on the ground floor and that we are so close and have the amount of time that we have. To, to do the things that that we that we that we can do at the moment. So like, I I, I just want people to take advantage of that, bro. Big facts, because you know we we still uh you know doing this uh virtually uh we don't have a a uh I mean we have a set studio, but you know we're doing this for you guys because we are the closest to you guys. We we relate to you guys. We. Uh, we're in the same boat. We work a nine to five and we're trying to get out of it. We're trying to, you know, build our our dream homes, our dream careers. You know, we're all doing that from the uh, the ground floor. So, you know, continue to watch us grow as we try to help y'all grow as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, what, what you said, we, we are just we are two, two, average two regular guys, guys two average to, guys yeah. trying to do phenomenal things. And I love that, bro. I love, I love that. We two average guys trying to do phenomenal things, and uh, real talk, like as we are trying to do these phenomenal things, I just want, I want the people who are who are listening to us 
and as we say these messages right now, I want the I want people to understand that we are here for them. We we are here for you. Like I we put all this energy into doing this podcast every single week for free. I have for free. Um, we know it's helping people. I know people personally that our words have touched. Like, <laughs> and I, I ain't trying to be, I'm not trying to be that dude, but like, I just know that there's more people out there that want to do things. And I'm tired of seeing, I'm, ah, uh, bruh. I'm personally tired of coming across people who, who have been so jaded and so hurt by the world that they feel like there's literally nothing that they can contribute to the world, bro. Like it's, it's, it's making me, it's, it's making me sick inside to know that there's people out there who feel like that, bro. Like, and, and, and I just want to do as much as I can do about that because I, I understand where you're coming from, bro. I used to be there. I feel you. Like before I started getting exposed to everything that I've been exposed to, I've been there. Like I've been feeling that, like I've I've gone through times in my life where I was where I was like stuck in my own head trying to figure out which way was up. Like I I couldn't even like damn trying to see a vision, like for real, damn that. Like that that didn't even come first. Like a vision didn't even come first. I didn't even get there until we started making this podcast. I didn't even get there until until I I was able to find where the ground was. I was just floating in darkness. For a long time, I was floating in darkness, and I didn't get exposed to anything because I was floating in that darkness. So right now, I would love this podcast to to help people understand that there is more to darkness. Like you don't have to just be stuck in the dark all for the rest of your life. Like I, I want people to understand that. That's why we do this podcast for you guys every single week for free. Haven't charged a thing. For this podcast, haven't even, bro. We 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 still get like we so much on the ground floor right now that we still get nervous asking for asking for a check right now. Like we don't we we still so we still we still here with you right now, and I want to be here with you as long as I possibly can. And but I just want you guys to understand that this is a growth process, and that you need to come along for the ride, not to not to benefit me. I. I don't care about that. I don't want it. I don't want you to join us to benefit me. I want you to join us on the free platform to benefit you. Because if you get around people who you can have a conversation with and address that elephant with, then that's the first step to getting out of the darkness. That's the first step to finding true ground and 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 understanding that your eyes are closed and that you have the power to open your eyes. You don't have to ask for permission to do that and that you can see a vision for yourself and do something for your future. That's what I that's what I want for you if you're listening to this episode right now. Ooh. Amen. Amen. And, and and with that, to kind of bring a, a a small little nugget from the uh the lost episode that you guys may or may not hear further down the line. Um Is what, it relevant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh All right. What what he's talking about, especially with with this this podcast, uh, we're trying to bring we're trying to be that free, uh, luxurious asset to you guys, 
uh so you guys can you know finally get out that funk like you said finally get out that darkness because being in that darkness and trying to bring people down all you're being is a very luxurious liability uh you're only being a liability to yourself and the others around you because you know misery loves company you're gonna want uh people to feel that darkness or at least be in that same boat as you and they're trying to do bigger and better things so uh that has been the Dirty Trunk Podcast. Mac, what we got coming up? You just called the Dirty Trunk Podcast a, a, a free... Luxurious uh, asset. A, a yes. free luxurious asset. That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, So what we got um, right now, I still need to work on, um, work on some things and get a presentation uh, prepared for Black Incon next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, first presentation I've done in a while, so I'm uh, uh, nervous about that. Still, uh, that y'all can, I promise you, I ain't got no trouble speaking in front of people. But just to let you know, that feeling never, that feeling never leaves. It stays there. It stays there the entire time. That feeling is there to dictate your. It, it's there to keep you humble. Mm. But the moment that you stop feeling that fear, that's when things start to fall to shit. So I want y'all to remember that, and you never stop feeling it. So next week. I got the first, and, and this, and this, if I'm being real, this is the first time that I'm doing a speaking engagement based on my author career. So that's okay. also a little bit nerve wracking because it's like I'm gonna be there with people who who are who are better and who people who have done a lot more, people who have been in the game a lot longer than I have. So I got a, and and they want me to do a class for these people there's a group of, of, of people who all share the same interest so i'm a little i'm a little uh um in my head about it but you know we're gonna just get it done get it knocked out mm. and um and we're gonna record it and we're gonna make it a uh we're gonna make it a a, a, a marketable thing for Amen. more people who can who who can catch that that message so uh that's what i'm working on right now that's all i got coming up i've been working on this piece right here for um, a uh, a print for the Aether Universe, I don't know if I, I want to show it on the podcast, but um, I think I'm gonna save it for for another day. I'm gonna show you after we done though. But uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Alrighty, uh, be on the lookout for you know little clips of the of like little nuggets of the Dirty Trunk podcast. Uh, we're on Headliner, which uses audiogram to. Uh, Try to try to get our message out there. Um, just stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, this has been the Dirty Trunk Podcast with Elephant is always welcome. It is me, your boy Marcus Morton. Always here with me is the Aaron Mack. And always remember, those who shy away from addressing the elephant in the room are doomed to be crushed by the weight of it. We love y'all. Peace. Love y'all. See y'all next week.